end is never the end. It's never the <laughs> end. It's never the end. Which is not a segue to my one. I was about to ask. <laughs> no, it's not. No. Um, although from a narrative point of view, I guess that would be uh, an interesting one. Uh, but no, after after uh, Japanese Randall and Hopkirk deceased the game <laughs> from Shadow Fox, um, I I think I should again react to the the free before me, and we had two mascot related games so I should probably utilise my one from the list for that uh, or ma- mascot platformer um, uh, it's, it, it features the blue rat oh and mm-hmm. it's because it's okay so there's a game that was on this list for a very very long time in my mind um, but its importance has waned a bit but there was a game that made me a Sonic fan and then there was a game that made me a Sonic fan again and the second one of those is the one that is the game that I've played the most on that franchise I've played it on multiple systems I've completed it on multiple systems in three different decades at this point Mm -hmm. um i can it's one of those games i can just leap into at any point and it's sonic adventure 2 uh, more specifically Mm. battle version because i i got it on the gamecube um it when i first got it it was just this absolute breath of fresh air in terms of what I'd previously experienced. Was it perfect? Well, no. Um, I'm aware, as I have continuously said, when it comes to Sonic Games, the community, there is the big wheel that keeps turning of opinion. Sometimes it's on top. Give it a couple of years, and it's apparently the worst thing that's ever been done to the entire franchise. And then give it another couple of years, and, oh, actually, it wasn't that bad after all. And another couple of years after that, oh, my God, what a classic that was. Whatever the case, Sonic Adventure 2 for me is the start of so many important things in my life that it's it's very difficult to explain how important it is. But everything about it, the fact that you have the two the two stories and they're both strong. They both it one's not you know, um, taking a back seat to the other. You could quite easily, whichever one you pick, and it is a free choice, there's no wrong answer there. You'll have an enjoyable time. It has variety. I personally, I personally don't mind the treasure hunting levels at all. In fact, I like them a great deal. Um, as long as people aren't <laughs> blasting you around with donations and code. <laughs> but even um, that, I think, just because it was still fun. You oh, still no, yeah, that, exactly, that. that was fun. That, that's, there's a reason that game was picked. It was because there was a lot of variety. This is, we're talking about the, the, the two charity-related streams I've done in relation to that, in, in relation to Crowd Control and Sonic Adventure 2. Um, 
there's lots of different things you can do. There is you know, character development. There is there is story. Um, again, there's a lot of there's a, there's a big chunk of darkness that's just casually thrown in there. That is just like Jesus, you know what? Um, which they make worse in shadow, obviously. But yeah, so yeah, yeah, there was this. Oh yeah, there was this this secret project, and this this project shadow, and then there was Eggman's grandfather scientist, the man he looked up to, and he did lots of great and good with the world. And then something happened, and he's there with his uh, grand, his granddaughter, who's terminally ill. <laughs> his terminally ill granddaughter, and oh yes, the world government sent the army up there and murdered everybody. It's <laughs> just like what? It's just a regular day for the government, it's a, it's really. A re- it's a regular. It's a regular day for the the Guardian Union, the the equivalent of the UN, but run by America. Is sent into space. They kill everybody. They kill a bunch of people. They kill the terminally ill child. It's not. It's not even. Well, it's not even like an accident. Shadow, the cut. The, the cut oh, yeah. is. The cut scene is like the guy's there, pulls it out. And just... Well, it was a different time after all. This all took place like <laughs> after you know fifty years ago. 50 when you could in, when, when you could well, shoot a child. Was, Obviously, times and regulations back then were way different. Then, <laughs> fifty <laughs> years ago. <laughs> God's sake! What would even be on? It wouldn't even be on beer back then. For God's sake! <laughs> it was just, it, it just, it just really. There's a lot of justification on Shadow's side. He's right to feel, you know, angry and betrayed. Yeah. Um. And he's trying to, he's trying to do with his, in his mind, the right thing in his mind because, and there's, there's complicated, uh, there's complicated aspects to what's going on. You've got additional law with the, with the Master Rimbled, even though it's just like, oh, if you played the Sonic Adventure at this point, you'll forget, for God's sake. <laughs> Why have you smashed the emerald, you pillock? Hit the Robotnik's <laughs> thing instead and let him just make him drop it. What are you doing? Um, oh, no. Oh, no, exactly. <laughs> um, there's, there's a bunch of... But it explains a lot about Eggman. You know... Yeah. It, it raises a question which has still not been answered which is okay that was his grandfather a terrible thing happened to his grandfather and was that the catalyst in terms of making Eggman as he is in terms of this sort of rebellious scientist this this bad man because he's getting in his in some way a, a sense of revenge um, if so what you know is it his? Is it Eggman's mother or Eggman's father? It was it was it them that started things off? Because there's this big, there's this missing link there, as to what's going on. He, in the credits, he speaks in such glowing terms about Gerald. Someone really emotional to, yeah. for Eggman. Someone it's, he looked up to, and yeah. yeah, he never wanted to destroy the world. He wants to conquer it, sure. Yeah, but. And he, I mean, he, he, he himself does ask questions like, is that what he really meant to do? Is is that what Gerald really meant to do? Eggman, he has to sort of like, like rethink things. And we don't get something like that until the end of Frontiers. In terms of an, like a big emotional 
side of that yeah. character. Um, we won't spoil that one though. <laughs> unless no. you count, unless you count Lost World with him absolutely losing his <laughs> shit, which is one of my favourite moments, and going like super cold, stone cold <laughs> killer, Eggman. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to the future of Sonic if they do keep on with the frontiers at least, because if, <laughs> if, if they keep up this kind of track of m- learning more about what's going on. Because there's a yeah. story to be told. It's I, I appreciate what's what's happened there. At the same time, that that game never grabbed me. Never grabbed me as something I wanted to buy. That, that that's fair. I uh, to, to be honest, I'm I'm with you in the fact that I think Sonic Adventure Two Battle, which is the only version I've played, is by far my favourite 3D Sonic. Yeah. Um, it was also the uh, you know I bought my GameCube specifically for this game. Um. It was because the it was a deciding factor in me getting a GameCube. I can tell you that now is because I could play Sonic on it. Yeah. You know, when Sonic Adventure DX came out, it was like, great, now I can experience this one, but I bought the GameCube for battle. Mm. I mean, that was the case, same case for me, where when I heard that Sega was out of the console market, I was like thinking, oh, great. What am I going to do for my Sonic fix? Oh, there's Sonic Adventure 2 on the, on the GameCube. Mom? Get me a GameCube. <laughs> also, at the yes, same mother, time, going, I require going, a GameCube. You're also, you're going Sega on a Nintendo. My young mind does not comprehend this. What Thanks must this I, be like? I think we had Sonic Advance One before Sonic Adventure Two. Yes, Battle, we did. So, I'd have gotten over that shock by then. Oh yes, but I didn't have one of those. So, yeah, see a... previous example of wow. Um, but again, it's not. You've got Chow Garden. Mm-hmm. Which is great and far better than the one you get on um, Adventure. Yeah, I agree with that. But all the way down to the characterization, the fact that you've got the the character's music is in all the different styles, bits and pieces like that. I mean, it, like I say, it's it's the first game I ever bought a soundtrack to. In fact, I'm looking at that very soundtrack right now. It's pretty much at my eye level. So, like Adventure Two. Soundtrack. The um, is it Tokyo Pop? Is it Tokyo Pop? I think it, I think they Hang released on the vocal the vocal yep. album as he right? stands um, up. <laughs> no, it's it's the oh my god, is this washed out now? We <laughs> get the Tokyo Pop soundtrack. Approximate running time seventy eight minutes, um, but it's not all necessarily all the all the vocals. Mm. Um, it's, but it's a, tra- multi, it's a track that have level. some sort of vocal in them, but it's not you know the vo- not vocals if you see what I mean. Okay, so it's not like a complete soundtrack that one. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. It's um, it's it's very speci- it's very specific. But I I as soon as I heard that music, I went out and I hunted one down. I was like, oh, do they do video games? They do. Oh my god, can I get this from somewhere? And turns out I could. And what a weird thing how weird life is that the musician that did that and that performed all that music that I enjoyed so much is now my friend and that's just that's just the weirdest thing and also the most marvellous thing so yeah Sonic Adventure 2 we'll play it anytime and I can't say that about many Sonic games but Sonic Adventure 2 will always be there
Ducks. Part of the LMC block on Radio Sega. Tune in every Sunday at 7pm for more. Uh, the, the, yeah, I definitely agree with that pick. It's, I, I, lo- I do love that game so much, and I kind of want to go back and do the game. I, the one thing I want to do is go back and try, maybe do like a few extra mods for the graphics to give it a little bit of a upgrade, make it easier to play. I think so it's the, Sonic Adventure 2 race, yeah? <laughs> Sorry? Sonic Adventure 2 racing. I would be happy to do that, genuinely. Challenge. Challenge! Yeah. Challenge! The, the, gaunt- the gauntlet has been thrown. Challenge! All of you! But then, how do we factor the Chow Garden into that? Yeah. 100% Chow Garden. <laughs> no, I don't care about Chow Garden. I do. <laughs> okay. fine, you, fine, you stay there. The rest of us will continue the race. <laughs> Where is Earthfart? Oh, he's... He's busy petting a he's busy petting a chow on the head Yo, and trying to force sh- a and trying to force a unicorn down its throat. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, well, moving on to my number three. My number three is probably one that most people just go, "Why? Why haven't you got a better game from this genre in here?" And the answer is because this is the game I go back to time and time again as the game I relax to. It's a game I can just put on and I will have fun. And it doesn't matter when, where, you give it to me, I'll just have fun with it. Um, it is, unfortunately, slightly longly titled, though. Uh, Serious Sam, The Second Encounter. Now, I'm specifically picking The Second Encounter uh, because that's the one I played the most. And also, the, I it's the one I enjoy the most because I prefer the variety of levels. It's not all set in Egypt. You've got Mesopotamia. You've got... Um, I can't remember what the middle ones are. Yeah, no, I've completely forgotten. But it's like... It's a different <laughs> type they're of memorable. memorable. Extremely memorable. I can well, picture them right of, now. It, it's kind of a mishmash of... I, I can visualise it. I just can't remember what the era it's supposed to be. Because um, they're like different... That you basically travel through time. The final era is like me- your medieval period. The middle one is kind of this. Um, it's kind of temple-y, but it's more blues than it is the yellows of Egypt. Oh, it's going to bug me now. But um, no, I, I, Serious Sound Second Encounter is just one of those games where you just let me play it and I'll just go, cool, I'll just run through the game. Serious difficulty, give me unlimited ammo. Let me just have fun murdering everything. It's um, the Mayans. Yes, it was the Mayans, wasn't it? Uh, there you go. Tikal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it adds it adds couple it adds couple new weapons, not many, but they're weapons that kind of shore up the weaknesses the game had. Uh, it introduces the sniper rifle for long range shooting, which technically you can do with any weapon because none of the weapons have any accuracy difficulties. They're all one hundred percent accurate at all times. Um, Apart from the shotgun, because shotgun. Um, but it's just really useful that you can zoom in on the far off enemies and pick them off before they get to you and cause you a problem. And then the other major new weapon was the flamethrower, which was, you need a close range weapon for a lot of enemies? Here you go. See all these bombers? Flame them all. They'll go, oh no, I'm on fire. Let me stop a second while I put out the fire. Oh no, I only have two health. Afterburn kills me. Kaboom. Um... There's also the serious bomb, but I never use them. Um, it also has one of my favourite themes um, in all of gaming, which they did bring back for the most recent entry. Um, but its name is simply called The Corridor of Death. And it is the music for the final level of the game. 
Um, but it's one I love. I just love. And they did a remix of it for Serious Sam 4, which is very nice. Um, and while, you know, the later entries have still been good, I've enjoyed them. Nothing's ever going to... Serious Sam, the second encounter, just hits the right spot between comedy and gameplay and just being genuinely fun. And even better, I can, if I want to, just bring friends along and we can just do the same, gun everything down. I think I've played that one with you. We've gone through one of them together, I'm fairly certain. I think we went through the first encounter. I don't think we've gone through the second Uh, encounter. So, Um, for the benefit of everybody listening out there... It is not a shock to us that a serious Sam game is on our oh, list no, at all. No, oh, no. No. It's a shock it's this high up. <laughs> it's a shock. It's, it's, is it really? Um, it shouldn't be it, to you, Shadow has been trying no, no, to get but... us to play and stream and do anything with the serious Sam series for, I think, 15 years now. Well, you've played <laughs> it, haven't you? Been a, it's been a long time. Oh, hang, on, hang on a sec. I'm pretty sure I've at least got you to play the games. We've played. We've oh played, yeah, we've, 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 we've all, all devilled it. Once. Yeah, In fact, I think we all played it on Xbox Live, didn't we? Possibly. I've only oh. played. The, I've only played the Steam versions that you gifted me. Possibly. Yeah. But pretty much Poss- all. I of think. Us I think I did gift everyone it on Steam as well. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody has received from Earthart. This is how much I love the serious game. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm just going. I'm just going into. I'm going to Steam. Serious. Oh yes. There yeah. You go. Okay. I have. 3 BFE, Classic First, Classic Second, Classic Revolution, Fusion, First Encounter, the HD. Yeah, you know, I think you've given me the entire okay, goddamn to, collection to f- other than four onwards. Uh, to be fair, the Fusion ones were stuff they gave away free, which were like, um, hey, here's a launcher for all of the games from one launcher. So you can have like random playlists and mega mods for the games and stuff. There's a, there's an awful lot listed down in Steam for me if I just put serious. Yeah. <laughs> an awful, awful lot. But yeah, and it's a series I love. But again, it, it's this is my go-to. I want to relax for the evening. Sod it, let's put serious Sam on. Just blast things to hell. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what more you want me to tell, tell you about this game. Um, and yeah, it's. I think my only... My only little quibble is that it's a little bit harder to get on the consoles than it is on the PC. The PC is the easiest version. Although, you know, if you're someone who wants to play VR, you can play the entirety of First and Second Encounter, and I think three in VR. I'm not entirely sure why you would want to, because I feel like that is one game where you really do will will get sick. But hey, it's there for an option. Uh, if you want to see, if you want to see what that would look like, um, there's actually a clip on the Last Minute oh, Continue you, YouTube channel uh, of, effectively, of mixed. I knew reality, Viney was going to bring this up. Of mixed reality of Earthart with um, a gigantic gun, <laughs> which is holding in real life, mowing down things in in the game. It it it, it uh, puts Sasha to uh, yeah. To shame. Sasha is uh, would be jealous. Mm-hmm. So um, to give to give the story behind that, um, uh, I work for a games company, and we actually got contacted by their head of music um, to ask, could we trade keys? Because they also do another game that I that I really like called the Talus Principle, and so we said yeah. And then um, uh, we noticed that um, they were coming to EGX that we were at, 
and we were both showing off VR things. So we asked, hey, could we trade one another? Can we get some of our guys onto your VR game? And you guys can come and try um, Serious Sam VR at EGX. So we did. And yeah, there's there's a video of me <laughs> doing that, just that. A video of you having some fun. Yeah. I try. Uh, think, I believe the guy's name is uh, Demjam. I will need to properly look that up. Um, but thank you very much for that because it was very enjoyable. Uh, but yeah, Serious Sam. I, I love the series, but the second encounter is by far my favourite. No questions asked. I will say one thing that is quite interesting is there's some differences between the original version and the HD version. Because the HD version took out any of the gravity weird gravity mechanics that they did include in the original. Maybe worth playing the original one as well, but play the HD one, it's nicer looking. So yeah, that's that's my number three. Alright, well, uh, going, going from the crazy world of Sirius Sam to a more slightly less crazier but still fun world that I'm going to next with uh, uh, a totally different genre shift as well, going from a first-person shooter to an adventure title and uh, uh, like uh, pretty much like the last, at the time, the last breed of like uh, like the pseudo point and click adventure kind of like style and it's one of those games that I always put keep in high regard and I would always like to pl- replay if I've ever wanted to play through an, uh, uh, a, a story narrative game uh, like that because it has really good writing really good character uh, well really good characters specific- specifically uh, the main character uh, and the world that they're in is just interesting to kind of like uh, to know more about and that's grim fandango yeah Yeah. it's it this is a masterpiece it is it's like like when i played the pc version so many years uh, like over 20 years ago now uh it's like i was mesmerized with how i was i was it was uh it it's uh logic in its puzzles and whatnot were were um baffling at first but once you knew it and once you know how to do it it's like oh yeah this is fun this is this is great to go through it's great to get the interactions of the different characters after uh solving different puzzles and then uh how it was kind of like it was a a noir kind of like uh story telling to uh in in a uh fictional uh in, in a in a world where the dead reside uh in this purgatory world uh, you know, just uh, you know, all all heavily inspired by um, uh, the uh, Mexican uh, Day of the Dead kind of like uh, kind of like motif uh, with uh, their character designs and uh, culture and stuff like that um, being a, a major influence of it. And Manny Calavera, the char- character you play off, the man has so much charisma and you know, great uh, co- uh, comedic kind of like. Uh, uh, kind of like writing to him, it's like you you can't you can't be mad at the guy, even if, even with some of the uh, the comments he makes towards certain other you know some characters and whatnot, uh, or even make it him say character uh, say to characters because uh, it's all dialogue you know you got like dialogue choices and stuff like that 
to help uh, progress story. Um, but it's always an adventure game I always love going back to. Like, uh, you've uh, there's plenty of other adventure style kind of like games. You've got like obviously um, the 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 kind of like the Telltale uh, games, uh, particularly of like. Uh, Sam Max, and uh, even the, before then, obviously Sam Max was uh, uh, something uh, was not from Telltale, but they had like a you know, you know there was uh, there's Lucas Arts as well, Lucas Arts, yeah. the same uh, studio that did that. Yeah, I mean Lucas Arts were basically the point and click masters. Yeah, um, effectively, and Grim Fandango they, was their swan song, basically. It was, it was their swan song. That was the last game that was done by. Uh, by that division of like a point and click uh series and then by sheer by sheer uh ha- happenstance and like a lot of encouragement and probably a lot of money to do so as well um tim Schafner's uh kind of like studio double fine getting the rights to remaster the game and re-release it to i mean granted it didn't set the world on fire not many i don't think it really got that much uh, in terms of like attention or like uh, you know uh, sales after its re-release or its HD remaster, but by God, it's a game that everyone should play. It really, it's it's a game that if you like storytelling and you like interesting characters and you like interesting worlds, uh, then Grim Fandango has got it. It has got it. I mean, granted, once you play it one once before, what's the point of returning it? Uh, what's the point of uh, replaying it? No, it's like uh, there is a point to replaying it because you want to relive it. You want to play play for it again and experience those characters again and want to experience the story again. And that's why I'm always like with uh, Grim Fandango more than any other adventure game. I mean, I've played, like I said, Back to the Future. I've played Back to the Future. I've played um, uh, the, the Life of Strange series as well. But they have nothing compared to what Grim Fandango gave uh, for that genre. And I will always go back to it any time. Yeah, I I do love Grim Fandango, and I'm slightly sad that I haven't finished the HD version yet. I finished the original version. I I will say you can see a lot of the um, style from Grim Fandango in Psychonauts as well. But yeah, no, I mean I think I prefer some of the Monkey Island games to Grim Fandango, but that's. I mean, again, same team, and I think I just prefer the theme. But Grim yeah, Fandango it's, it's is, the theme. Grim Fandango. I, I, I totally agree. It is the theme for you. <laughs> yeah, but that's not to diminish Grim Fandango at all. I love Grim Fandango, um, and it's it's just it's very. I, I think the only thing that slightly deters it for me occasionally is the controls feel a little bit clunky, even the modern controls slightly. Um, but it's still it's worth going through, definitely. Have you have you done this one for your stream, Turbo? Yes, I have. I did, uh, the, the, you can check the entire archive. It's up on the LMC archive uh, uh, on the website and the YouTube channel. All four years. It's uh, separated into the four years that... I, that, uh, that. I really like that that's a nice way they separate the chapters of it and give it yeah. distinct... And also just, you know, the various things that happen. It gives it some nice... It gives it a lot of variety in the places you go to and stuff. I'm trying to remember the mechanic's name and I've forgotten it. Oh, uh, Glottis. Glottis, yes. Glottis, I think, yeah, is my favorite. He's a laugh. He's my favorite character bar Manny, because Manny has to be your favorite character. Oh, yeah. 
You know what? I'm trying to think if that's actually up on the website. I know it's on the YouTube channel, but I'm not. I, I'm wondering if it's on the website actually. I'm, I'm going to have to double check that. But it it goes back to what you're saying about developers and publishers sitting on franchises. Mm-hmm. That's not something you can say about LucasArts, actually. In the games, well, in terms of like their their the games from that era yeah. of of that studio, they've tried to um, make sure that it's available whenever the op- things are available whenever the opportunity arises. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, LucasArts is now owned by Disney, but yeah, you know, we've had remakes for the first two Monkey Island games, and then the other two are just available on Steam now. I think so. Yeah, the the whole series is playable, uh, and including... from our point of view, at the time of recording, it's not that been long ago since Sea of Thieves announced the Monkey Island crossover. So it's true. Things oh, yeah. are things are being kept alive in in various different ways, even though they're obviously well, now belong to the mouse, cranking yeah, out even, magic even, and assembly drawing whimsy. But even then, <laughs> um, you know, uh, Manny's had cameos in the telltale games that yeah. do have connections to LucasArts. Because that it, it goes back to, again, you know, it, whether or not it's sold very well, and we obviously don't know that off the top of our heads, what it did have was a lot of critical acclaim. Yeah. Yes. When that remastered. Uh, its original release was highly acclaimed when it was first yeah. released. And it's still held in quite high regard. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, if nothing else, just because of the storytelling. Yeah. But no, aye, Grim Fandango, uh, a, a real shining, a uh, uh, shining gem in the adventure game ser- uh, genre, and uh, uh, definitely w- for for a good time uh, was the swan song to that era. But uh, thankfully, it's not forgotten. Thankfully, well, I hope it's not forgotten. So it lives on <laughs> in your memories. <laughs> yeah. So what? So what lives? So what lives on in uh, your memory, Shadow Fox? Then uh, I'll be honest. I haven't touched it. It's uh, no. I was trying to segue. Yeah. Oh, he, 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 right. he was setting you up. He's at it again. He's, He's at it again. again. The old pro. He's far too pro. professional. <laughs> He's far too professional for me. No, I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind it a bit because I'm gonna link a little bit back towards Earth and a little bit towards something that we're currently doing on LMC (laughs) which if you've been following uh, LMC on Twitch and YouTube at the current moment or previous moment we're currently going through Halo 2 and um, we're deciding that it's not quite as good (laughs) as Halo 1 (laughs) that's a very polite way of putting it is a diplomatic way of putting it I was going to say, you don't need to tell me that. <laughs> yes, because uh, he's done all the Blimey Halo games as well. Those have got to come out on the, on the yeah. YouTube at some point. But uh, yes, Halo but, 2. Great. Yes, Halo 2. Great. Which is why it might be shocking for me to say that he's in one of my favourite games of all time. But not necessarily for the game. Well, he's certainly not for the campaign in itself. When it came out, the campaign was... I, I would say inoffensive until you got to the end and it didn't end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. What can you say about the what you can say you can say about the main game? Well it's inoffensive. <laughs> <laughs> until the end. Until the end. Damned yeah, I mean, with faint praise. <laughs> <laughs> well no. I mean it's like 
you can I mean like you can blame Halo pretty much for like the regening health system that every game pretty much had after it which is a mechanic which is understandable for well, it allows people the when the makers of the game to know how much health you've got to work with it's no longer it's balanced for that and nothing else no no walking in in what with one heart and trying to avoid combat or play sneaky style if you know you can just back away for a bit but it more comes down to the time when halo 2 was released back then xbox live didn't exist as we know it today xbox live didn't have a central hub halo 2 was the central hub of xbox live friends lists previous game players and all that were things that came from the framework of that game essentially it when xbox 360 came out with a proper xbox live it copied so heavily and the fact was was that game was so instrumental in how i approached online games for the longest of times it, it was the social media that we have do you want to play a game? Well, just go online, find your friends, and they'll have friends who are playing games, and they'll get their friends. And you'll be playing in a 16-player lobby with people who you have no idea who they are, where they're from, if they can even speak your language. But you're all just there, shooting guns at each other and having a laugh. I spent a week sick uh, away from school, and at the same time, there was someone on my friends list of the name BBQ Boy. I will call him out now in case he's out there somewhere. Hasn't been online in eight or so years. <laughs> God rest <laughs> or something. He's, he's now barbecue man. Barbecue man, <laughs> yeah. For an entire week, we just spent time playing games and exploring the multiplayer maps, looking for Easter eggs, not even like playing the game as it should have. Halo 2 was a game where I tried my first hand at machinima and video editing and recording and all that stuff learning how to super bounce which is such a crazy thing in my mind to think that on certain levels if you crouch into an area slowly turn the controller to the right keep holding forward and then just fall in a particular place you skyrocket into the sky zone and on certain maps like the blood gulch map there were points you could continuously hit and you could basically super jump across the entire map what purpose did this serve? None at all. But if you needed a crane shot on Zanzibar, if you went into the window and broke the glass, crouched into the window, rolled off, and you got on top of the building from bouncing back up, it gave you a different point of view. And these were all things where it's like the game itself was somewhat of a framework for everything else. And the first experience I had with, I guess, competitive gaming and casual gaming in a multiplayer perspective. And you never stopped breaking games since. I, no, I never stopped breaking games. I never stopped playing multiplayer games either, really. <laughs> no, the, it was definitely the genesis of online gaming uh, from the console God, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like PC, it's been ongoing for years from like, uh, you know, the old... Uh, it was in Quake. Like Quake and, uh, and whatnot. Ultima Online. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, console. For, uh, this was the great that this was like Halo Two definitely is more remembered for its online footprint than it was for the single player um, component. Even though the single player component was to some people it was good, 
it was, oh no at the time certainly it, it was yeah, definitely good it was and at the time very infuriating <laughs> to have it on a massive cliffhanger like that yeah um but it all led to obviously a in my opinion a decent end with the third entry yeah and i didn't really i didn't experience the halo 2's multiplayer until the 360 era because when it was made backwards compatible backwards compatible with the xbox 360 i was playing it a lot more mm. uh the online mode on there yeah I, than I, I was yeah. on the original xbox i was more halo 3 than i was halo 2 yeah. i mean halo 2 it never went it never went out of style people were still i mean there was um they're having a I think was it when the servers went down there were still people hanging on there was like a game lobby with like six, this last 16 remaining Halo 2 online players yeah and they were still live for at least I think another week or two weeks yeah like after co- after the cutoff date consoles was... the consoles are staying on and it was just a last man standing <laughs> that that's the real ma- last man standing uh, playlist right now, yeah. that was happening that day <laughs> and of course I mean it continued on with things like we got like shows like Red versus Blue out of Halo as well, which evolved extremely during the Halo Two period. It, okay, that was a, just a magical time for games and online, and it's a thing that you don't have now. It's it's a it's a kind of magic that was that's sealed in a time capsule. Yeah, I, I'm not. I mean, I kind of knew a good chunk of your list before this, and I'm not surprised this particular game holds memories for you. Uh, yeah, it, like I say, so the jump from Halo One to Halo Two, just like because it like Halo One multiplayer, I we had LAN parties with Halo Two yeah. straight up. Like there are like eight of us, three consoles, three TVs, all just we'd have like um we had we had races, races like two two players, uh running through the campaign who can beat it on legendary first, and it was such a such a period but and i say and i still have the multiplayer as it roughly was in the anniversary edition they they kept a lot of the original um gameplay from faithful so even in so you can go so you can now play uh halo 1 multiplayer with those massive magnums you can play halo 2 multiplayer with your dual wielding smgs which was considered extremely powerful and the old bxr meta oh, funny there's little glitches that just were required to be good online. <laughs> no, yeah. Halo 2, as it was back in the day, absolutely a brilliant game. So, yeah. it's cer- it certainly was a catalyst. Yeah. In terms of changing what people thought of video games and bringing in that multiplayer experience. I'm trying to think if there was like a racing game on early Xbox... Uh, Live Project Gotham of, Racing? Yeah, was it Project Gotham? That was, so. also, that was also one... That was also... It must have been Project Gotham. But it was either that or the first Forza. Or the second no, Forza, Forza no, came after Project been, Gotham Racing died. It must have been, it must have been PGR. Um, yeah. But that that's another one of those games that sort of really started the push to online multiplayer being a, a, a real mainstay again and again we go back it sort of goes back to Ocarina in a way it's a it's one of those games that yeah, is changed. the industry changer yeah that said the campaign's trash <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you can't, well, you can't. Your version you, of the campaign. Yeah, my yeah. version trash. of the campaign. <laughs> Absolute trash. You can't have a perfect 10 out of 10 that lasts forever. Yeah. Well, you can't have a game <laughs> well, session that lasts forever, apparently. No, you can't have a game <laughs> session that lasts more than 10 minutes. Oh, dear God. We'll round off my number three. Or everybody's number three. And I'm going to. I am also going to tie it back to Earth Hearts. Yay. Yay. Yay, indeed. I'm going to tie it back to games where you can relax. It's rather different. <laughs> my version of relaxing being mass murder of alien species yes. maybe not the best yes. of things relaxing but but... I was going to say I think mine's more relaxing than yeah, uh, well, you know, uh, yeah, this, is tr- this is true in, in, everything in their own way I think this, this has been this if, if you put all the, the freeze together this is your relaxation episode because um, we're also going to be it's the first time on the, any of our lists we are going to the arcade as well as the home. Oh, ooh, ooh yes, that's the a, that arcade. Is, that is has a good point. Else... I, I hadn't even thought about arcade <laughs> you, games. Yeah, you hadn't thought of the arcade, and that's why they're all dead, John. Oh, <laughs> I, I went to the one I, we had here for a bit. I don't have any arcade <laughs> games in my top five. I do in my top twenty. There was literally a picture uh, of you in their business model. And now look I will. Up. I will. I will say this. I did put in a hundred quid's worth of uh, credit into one machine back in the day. Yeah. And uh, you know, they, that that's uh, that w- that was a machine that was supporting my local arcade for a long time until I eventually said, you know what, I need to cut back. <laughs> yeah. And then it and then it died. You were the reason it collapsed. Oh no! I I also had one. I also had one of those. There was a machine. There was Off Road Thunder. Which was on Eastbourne Pier, which was where the my my arcade was. Is, is that is that the same guys who did uh, Hydro Thunder? Yeah, same series, same oh, Thunder right, okay. series. <laughs> the fact that I could just remember like the the exact order in terms of to get, <laughs> to get through the menu to get to the the, the level I played, like Off Road Thunder. What you want to play? Rally, airtime, double barrel. Start your engines. <laughs> um, but I put a whole heap of money into that, and because I just, I just really liked playing. It was a really, really fun game. But then I realised no one else is playing it. <laughs> when you come back and you when you find that you're still top of the table, and he's like, there must be people better than this than me. And it's like, why the hell am I still top of the table? Oh, nobody else is playing it. This Damn. is a game designed specifically come- for you. <laughs> Then you come back one day and it is not there anymore, and you sort of nod at the empty space and the the marks on the arcade carpet where the thing used to be, and you sort of nod. It's a nice and knowing nod to yourself of understanding. Anyway, uh, it's not talking about that, no. But yes, an arcade game that everybody knows, as everybody has played it in one form or another. That has also made its way to home consoles uh, and is still very much in demand today. <laughs> Daytona! <laughs> it isn't that! It's the other one! Side. <laughs> it's the other one! Um, it's the other it's popular. It's yeah. Outrun. Yes, um, Outrun. What I, and we're, we're talking I thought you were going to swerve and say Sega Rally for a second. Sega Rally <laughs> Championship! 
Yeah. I mean, no, they're he, all he was, he was going, saying, sorry. He was yeah. going, oh, yeah, yeah, effectively. I mean, you could, you could even take it one further. There's that mini championship one they did. That oh. was hella enjoyable, too. Yeah. I remember that one. What? 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 Sega Rally Kids? No! <laughs> Sega no, Rally Kids? There was a specifically. <laughs> yeah, like, I was going to say mini. Like, it's like, what are you talking about? A mini, like, like, a mini car championship one. Oh, 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 like it as in the car, I mean, the, car the, the mini. mini, the yes. mini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was also Sega. There was also Sega Rally Pocket Fighters. That was a, that was one. Um, no, it was honestly the sheer joy mm. outrun. Give. I mentioned this on the previous one that we were on uh, when I talked about Crazy Taxes being one of those ones that you can just pick up and do whatever. And yeah, outruns yeah. in that same category because you can just. At any point in your day, in your life, you can just sit down in a cabinet. If you have the opportunity to have a sit-down cabinet experience. Or alternatively, you can sit down at home if you've got the opportunity. If you've got it downloaded have, somewhere. And have it downloaded somewhere. I was going to say, this, this is the 2000s. 2004 yeah. version. We're, we're talking, talking about, about right? Outrun 2. Super Digital Outrun slash 2006 Coast to Coast slash Special hmm. Edition slash Outrun Online Arcade. Yeah. That so this is this generation. is uh, the the legacy of Super Digital yes, right here. Yes. Yes. Soul, wherever you are, we salute you and your team for the glory that you did in terms of keeping this game and bringing it to new audiences. And thanks to Ferrari as well, because those guys were kind of cool about it, so, which you wouldn't have expected. Um, you hear lots oh, of tales about them being just, quite uppity. Uh, yeah, but that's they were they were actually amazing. They were actually amazing when, when they they broke the FIA rules for us. Ah. Oh. <laughs> they, yeah, oh, they they completely broke the FIA rules. Oh, they broke oh, in a very, in a very, in a very Italian way. Where when I suggested on the phone, oh, maybe we can come over and see. It was like, well, that would kind of break the FIA rules. So yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter what the FIA say. You can come along. Like, oh, okay then. <laughs> sure. Screw the law. Do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want to go here? Uh, yeah, yeah. weren't expecting any of that. Oh, that's okay. You can go here, here, here as well. And you want to go into the F1. Where they currently work, they're currently working on the cars in this sealed environment. We're gonna come in here and just, just stick around and just say hello to everyone. What was this? Oh, what's this sealed, this sealed barn, practically <laughs> air conditioned? Oh, this is where all they, they keep all the FXXs, the limited edition. This is Michael Schumacher's one. Yeah, there you go. Oh. Just, just come in, just lean against it. It's fine. Don't mess about with all the museum items. <laughs> it's like, it's like, um, uh, yeah, but are you sure? It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Hey, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but there's the experience of Outrun. The music, the blue mm. skies, the just drifting carefree, the yappy girlfriend in your ear if you're playing the bloody heart attack mode. Oh. <laughs> we won't leave you the F alone. You've made a mistake. I'm going to physically assault you now. <laughs> <laughs> while you're driving at 200 miles an hour. While you're driving, dude. Oh, you've crashed. I'm going to hit you some more. What do you mean you concussed and bleeding from the skull? It's, it's, honestly, if we do a li list of like 
like the true villains of video games. <laughs> the Hang girl on, from going Outrun. On the list. <laughs> the girl from Outrun. Who is never satisfied. Never, never satisfied. will be. Spousal abuse. It's the whole thing. But that, like that experience to, 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 to drift around. It's it's fast. It's carefree. There's always something ahead that you're trying to get get past with the rivals. There's just little goals for you. There's the the replayability, the massive replayability with the branching paths, the crazy stuff that sometimes happens if you do really well. It just comes out of nowhere and surprises you. Um, the the ultimate challenge you could. Do a small path. You can just go where life takes you. You can just go for a casual drive, and not really care about the time. Just do a do a path, do a hole. You can sit down, just enjoy the entire fifteen course or whatever it is. The um, where you just do all of them. Yeah, just yeah. Back, it's to, a, back it's to back to back to back to back. It's the continuous. If you yeah, if you do the continuous mode at the end of that, you are not tired from it. Mm. It's 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 just endlessly replayable. You can do things your own way. You can there is a competitive element to it. There is if you want the little to. tricks and tips that you can teach yourself to be better. And if you no, don't which... care about that, then it doesn't matter. The game doesn't care. It's just mm-hmm. there for you to enjoy yourself. So learning which music... corners to drift and which ones yeah, to turn. Yeah, the music. Yeah, which little bits. Which little bit is a ground that you can skip over if you know what's if you know what you're doing? What things to avoid? Oh, there's a bump here. There's a dip here. There's a hey. This looks like you can. This looks like it's going to be tricky, but actually no, you can. You can hit it at full pelt. That just that one space. That one space in the Las Vegas area. I can't remember the name of the actual one now, but there's the double. It's like you turn left and there's like a little tunnel and then like a double right hand double right hand are out of it. And you can do the whole thing flat. And it's just little moments like that. I rem- I absolutely remember the joy I felt when I realised, wait, I can do this. And every area is a little bit different, the ground's a little bit different. That area is wet, so you've got wet you've got wet tarmac, so it slides around a bit more. So you start going hey you know i want to go to this area but oh no this actually this area was really pretty and this area is really tricky with the with lots of chicanes and and tight bends this one's just a massive you know, heap of straights the bloody redwood forest we're going through these massive freaking trees where there's there's tunnels through the middle of these massive trees which is a takeoff of some stuff in in America in some very in some parts of there. There's just all manner of things, and then you get to the end. You get to the end. You just feel satisfaction. You feel that you have achieved. And then there's some sort of bonkers thing, like I don't know. Congratulations, you've succeeded. You've won. Here, we're going to launch a space shuttle for you. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> it was <one>. like what? <laughs> what is this? It's just amazing. An arcade an arcade experience. You can just sit back in an actual car position as you drift around. I eternally played that with just one hand on the wheel. Yeah. 
you just no. you just feel like you just want to put your arm back around the, like lean it on the seat or on the side of the side of the cab and just just, just, just really, do no, crazy it, stuff really it, whack the wheel round i totally broke an arcade you, you broke too much <laughs> we, no, we had a meet up at, in london um at where the namco place used to be and they had one they had an out outrun cabinet um i can't remember if you were there if i don't know it was it was it was when when um, Jay and Blake was around. Oh, um, it was that maybe, era. yeah. And there was one down there, and we were all just taking turns. And then <laughs> I was in the middle of, <laughs> I, I was really nailing it in. Of course, my trademark British racing green Ferrari F40, yeah. which I always <laughs> pick. I always pick for the sheer irony. And I was just going around. I was I was really flinging the car around, and then all of a sudden the wheel just kept turning. <laughs> the wheel, and I was like, "It ain't supposed to do that." <laughs> I still try to turn it backwards, trying to get the car to do anything. Just, just, like, just, 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 ah, race, okay. Racing, racing wasn't um, meant to come off and be plugged yeah, back in, right? Every, everyone sort of, everyone was like, like crowded around, just went, "Ooh, ah, ooh, hey, yeah," and I, I ended up going like. Uh, Oh no! I I missed the checkpoint. Like really, really comically loudly. <laughs> I missed the checkpoint. Oh, game over. The race is still going. Game. Oh, game over. Oh well, isn't that a shame, everybody? Yeah, is that a shame? No, let's Kevin's just like, keep get moving. The, get the fuck away from this. <laughs> but outrun. Any time. I literally one of the reasons I mended the 360. I got the 360 mended. Apart from obviously uh-huh. everyone demanding I did it, but I have a outrun online arcade on there. Hmm. So yeah, it's still. Yeah. I think it's, it's still online I, if I were to find it. Any time, any time. I keep the yeah. 360, and I keep the 360 because I've got yeah outrun online arcade. I, it's like people keep the PS the PS3s because they've got Journey on them, or PT, <laughs> or PT. Um, it, it's that same thing it's that same level I think for me uh, and yeah that's that's my number three it's not it's, it's a game you can spend five minutes or five hours on I have to decide what track to use for that one yeah actually no, no it Ken, is you're going to decide which track of... to use for that one no you, you, yeah. you're just going to have the entire soundtrack playing throughout the background of that <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.